you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello everyone, welcome back to season five of Decide to Transform. I'm Reverend Tomas Garza, and yes, you heard that right, Reverend. I have added that designation as of just a few weeks ago. So I want to welcome you all back here and thank you for joining me on this journey of some of the themes that come up for me in my own teaching. The past few episodes that I'm using to kick off this new season of Decide to Transform are all answers to questions that people ask me the most. For example, what are miracles? What is non-duality? Etc. And today I'm going to talk about chill. I wanted to entitle this particular episode Calm, but on Podbean, where I'm hosted, the title has to be five characters or more. So I've selected the five character word chill that I also like quite a bit. This is one of the highlights of my own teaching and something that I want to talk about here for a few minutes. It makes a perfectly good short episode because this is a question that I get quite literally all the time. And it often starts from the standpoint of, well, hey, look, Tomas, why are you so chill? How are you so damn relaxed? And, well, there are a couple different answers to that, but I want to ask the person, how can you be relaxed? Right? Because this is all about you. It's really not about me. Your spiritual practice is your spiritual practice. It's not mine. And as we see throughout life, what works for one person and speaks to them on a soul level, a gut level, really powerfully, really strongly, what works for one person is not going to work for someone else. It may simply not attract them, and it may do quite the opposite of attract them. It may send them fleeing. It may repel them. Luckily, for each and every one of us, there are many doors. There are many approaches. That explains the sheer variety of spiritual traditions that are available and extant in the world today. That, that explains that. And there are many ways that people can approach the truth of who we really are. Now, why is calmness, why is tranquility so important? Why do certain traditions, I'm thinking Buddhism, for example, talk about it so much? Why is it so important? Well, this is a timely consideration for me because I've been asked this question very recently by a number of people and why is calm and chill so important? Well, for starters, 
none of us, you don't have to be the Dalai Lama. You don't have to be me. You don't have to be Jesus. You don't have to be Buddha. You don't have to be any spiritual teacher, living or dead, right? Past, present, future. You just have to do you, pretty much. What I'm saying here is that comparative reality is highly detrimental. We all know this in life. We all know this in life, but as adult learners, we need to hear it again. <laughs> so I'll say it again. Comparative reality is not where you want to be. Just because someone is more chill than you doesn't mean that you can't be more chill than you in the present moment. You can take a moment and calm yourself. What really matters is not how calm someone else is, it's how calm you are. So why is this important? Well, the physical benefits, I'm talking the benefits to the physical body of meditation or of breath work or a breath practice of yoga, of anything relaxing, these physical benefits are very well documented and they're really not my arena. What I'm all about and what I'm here talking to you about is reaching for a better feeling in the present moment. In other words, calming yourself in the present moment. Calmness is important because when we get carried away by life, which happens, doesn't it? It happens all of the time. A bill will arrive in the mail, then we don't have the funds to pay it, maybe. Or someone may call on the telephone with bad news. You may stub your toe. You may break a dish on the tile floor, which actually I did not once but twice a couple of days ago. And then I had to sweep up shards of glass. I mean, the day-to-day -day life of any human being is literally chock full with all kinds of examples of things that pull us away from awareness and can lead to stress. And yes, it can get chronic. People can develop chronic stress, anxiety, all kinds of things. We see it all the time. Even those folks still have the same present moment as the rest of us. They have, and you have, the same present moment in which to reach for a better feeling. If you're a student of A Course in Miracles, it's an opportunity to forgive. It's an opportunity to give thanks, to extend gratitude, to extend love. In the context of calming yourself down, what happens when you calm yourself down? In the moment, we notice that joy that relaxation and anxiety in that moment cannot coexist. Even a single deep breath is sufficient. I'm very fond of saying that a successful meditation can be as short as one cycle of breath, one inhale and one exhale. You pay attention just place your awareness, rest it on an inhale, and then rest it on your exhale. The one way that helps is to 
Use the physical body as an anchor. Feel the breath coming into your lungs. Doesn't matter if you have your eyes closed. Doesn't make any difference if you're breathing through your nose or your mouth or both. Feel the diaphragm expanding and on the exhale, feel it contract. Feel the air leaving your body as you feel it enter. You have successfully meditated. Don't worry about what your mind does because it can race off and think about tomorrow's lunch, even in a one-breath meditation. However, in that one moment where you rest your awareness on an inhale and exhale breath, anxiety temporarily disappears. It can come back with a vengeance. Can, of course. But this is a way in which you can relax. Having taken one cycle of breath, I invite you to kindly take the next. The benefits of relaxation, of calm, are pervasive. When you take more than one moment, when you remember to do something that gives you a sense of chill, a sense of calm and relaxation, when you find yourself carried away by life, as we all will, when you find yourself there, just return to a practice. It could be any practice. I just used the example of a one-breath meditation because it's something that's quite simple and anyone can do. It's deceptively simple. It's disarmingly simple. As I said in the past episode, that's actually the point. So what is it that relaxes you? Is it a bubble bath? Is it a good book? Is it a one-breath meditation? Is it a 15-minute meditation? Is it a yoga practice, a walk around the block? Is even thinking about a walk around the block relaxing and calming and tranquil to you? Whatever it looks like for you, I invite you to do what works for you to create an overarching sense of calm in your life. And you can't be as calm as someone else right now, necessarily. And you could, we could all have the calm and composure of the Buddha right now. But here in the world, don't compare yourself to him. Don't compare yourself to the Dalai Lama or your teacher or Jesus or the Pope. Your shaman, your, your, your teacher, your guide or guides, whoever they are. You just do you. This is the key, that's the point, is you do you in the present moment. Now what happens when you create a chain of events of one calm moment after another, after another, after another? You find that you experience the world differently. Number one, you 
find that you're more patient, that you're more forgiving, perhaps, that you're more chill, that you're more loving, and that shit no longer bothers you the way it used to bother you. <laughs> right? Things that, in the past, could have caused you to fly off the handle no longer cause you to fly off the handle. Or, and just as good, you don't fly off the handle as quickly. You open up a gap, so to speak, between the stimulus, the thing that would have caused you to fly off the handle, lose it completely, like literally, utterly lose your shit, a delay between the event and losing your shit is very helpful. Why? You can make a better choice in the present moment. You can choose to feel better in the present moment. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about here with meditation or with any practice is opening up that gap between stimulus and response because the world's going to hurl the same thing at us again and again in many different guises, isn't it? If you're anxious about money, the world's going to show you plenty of reasons for you to be anxious about money. If you're relaxed, the world's going to show you relaxed, you'll begin to see things, situations, events that relax you. And if it sounds like I'm very focused on the present moment here, I am. For a highly illustrative reason, it is all we have. It's very easy for anyone to say that it goes without saying, isn't it? It's very easy for us to say, okay, well, yeah, the past is gone, future's not here, so what? Well, it's very profound because we need to bring ourselves back to the truth, the reality that we have only the present moment. If you're carried away about thoughts of the past, when are you carried away about thoughts of the past? Not in the past, the past is gone. You're carried away right now. Similarly, if you're thinking about the future, if you're thinking about tomorrow's lunch or sales meeting or when the next time is that you're going to get paid so you can pay that bill that's sitting there on the counter and stressing you out, well, when is all of that going to happen in the future, right? The future's not here. When are you thinking about all of that? Right now. What matters is how you spend the present moment. So what I invite you to do is to use the only moment that exists, that we each have, because it's all there is, and use it to create a sense of chill for you, whatever that looks like. And don't compare yourself to me, please. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. You do you. It's very, very important, and it bears repeating, which is why I've said it at least three times, perhaps more. When I go back and listen to this before publication, I will count how many times I said that. 
it's quite a bit, but this is why any teacher repeats things, because we need to hear it. The 50th time may be the time where it sticks for you, and you think, oh, well, I could do that. And I hope that you may have that experience right now. If you have any particular questions about meditation, about spiritual practice in general, about calmness, and about how you can achieve that in your life, in your circumstances, whatever those are, then I invite you to please reach out to me. There is plenty of information that's available on my website, tomasgarza.com, and you're more than welcome to shoot me an email, tomas, T-O-M-A-S, at tomasgarza.com. I'd love to hear from each of you. This is why I'm doing this. I'm showing up to share my experience with you because you will recognize at some point yourself in these messages. This is why any spiritual teacher shows up, turns on the camera, turns on the microphone, and teaches and talks and shares. That's why anyone shares. You don't have to hold yourself out as a teacher of any kind or not. You don't have to do that in order to still share. You never know who may be listening. You never know who may be watching. And you never know who needs to hear the message that's coming through you right now. This is why I do this, so that I may serve as a guide. You have help along the way from a number of different sources. I am only one of those. Nevertheless, I thank you all for your subscriptions to this podcast and for tuning in to this and every episode. Have a very chill, very calm, and relaxing day. And if it's not relaxing, take a moment and make it just a little bit more relaxing. And then I invite you to do it all again. Thank you.